Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Those that did not hear me did not receive my healing. See, they said, well, isn't this Joseph's son? From which is this man these things? Well, you know that couldn't be real. Who does he think he is anyhow? Why isn't he a carpenter? Another verse there said he's a carpenter. See, he brought up in his father's carpenter. He's a carpenter. Well, you know, a carpenter, where did he get that anointed business? Who does he think he is? You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, God's Medicine by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. It said this woman, the woman this year blood, for when she had heard, it tells you first about her condition, 12 years, spent all of her living, all of her money's gone, doctors couldn't help her, she's worse and stood her better when she heard of Jesus. She came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I'm of a touch of clothes, I shall be whole. wonder what she heard. She must have heard that he's anointed. She must have heard he's anointed with healing power. I heard him say so. I heard him say so. When she heard that, she heard it. She said, if I may but touch his clothes, I'll be whole. Glory to God. Are you following me? You see what he wanted me to say? So they'd hear, so they'd breathe. So he said, those, Jesus said to me, those that would not accept the, my teaching did not receive my healing. Well, they didn't in Nazareth, did they? A few of them. He said, they were a few. Now, here's the way Jesus said it to me. There in Nazareth, they were a few, however, that I laid hands on that were healed that didn't have much wrong with them. Well, again, that came as revelation to me. I, I, I you know, I, I, I studied it after. I looked it up afterwards. Well, I could see that the King James said he laid his hands on a few sick folk. And he said, these few that did get healed didn't have much wrong. And he asked me a question, how many is a few? Well, I, I didn't know. I said, well, a few is a few. <laughs> well, he asked me again, how many is a few? I said, well, it's not many. And he asked me the third time, how many is few? See, I thought everybody got healed in Nazareth, but they didn't, just a few of them did. Didn't he? I said, we read it, just a few of them did. How many is a few? Well, I finally said, well, now, in my opinion, a few is, well, anywhere from two to six. Now, later on, I got to think about it. If you, the Bible said eight's a few. You know, in the days of Noah, it said there's eight souls. There's a few saved by water, eight souls. The Bible calls eight a few. So if you take the Bible count, there's anywhere from six to eight people. That's all that got healed in Nazareth under the ministry of Jesus Christ, Son of God. And these few, six or eight, that did get healed, he said to me, didn't have much wrong with them. Well, I read the King James after the vision. You see, I read the King James because I want to prove everything with the scriptures. I wouldn't accept any vision. Don't care what kind of manifestation, what kind of visitation I had. I wouldn't accept it if it can't be proven by this book. It's not in line with it. See? So I went over that. I really didn't know that verse was in there. You know. I mean, just to say I know it's in there. But after he brought it to my attention, I remembered. And so I said, uh, so I, I began to study it. Well, it said, uh, King James, he laid his hands on a few sick folk. I looked it up in W.E. Vines' Expository Dictionary of New Testament Words. 
and Vine was a Greek scholar, he said the Greek says he laid his hands on a few folks with minor ailments. Well, the way he said it, they didn't have much wrong with them. That's minor, isn't it? Now, Jesus said, if I had been healing the sick like most church people think I was, just entirely to prove his deity or divinity, he said, now here at Nazareth, I sure did pass up a wonderful opportunity to prove something to him, didn't I? I got run out of town. He did get run out of town, didn't he? I said, didn't he? He said, if it had been like folks, church people, and up to that time, me. He said, I would have said to him, now you get six blind people. See, that wouldn't have been a minor. I mean, blindness is not a minor ailment. That's a major or something. You get six blind people. They had doctors in. Luke was a doctor. Have the doctors to examine them, certify they're blind, and I'll just heal these six right here in front of you to prove something to you. But I didn't. He said, if I'd have ministered like many folks thought of it, I'd have said, you get six deaf and dumb people. See, that's not minor. And we'll have the doctors to examine, certify that they're deaf and dumb. And then I'll just heal them, prove to you. Or you get six bedfast people, paralyzed with palsy, like the man, you know, who was bedfast. Have the doctors to examine them, certify that they're bedfast and incurable, or lepers, six lepers, and I'll just heal them right here in front of everybody and prove to you. But he said, instead of doing that, I got run out of town. I didn't prove anything to them. Well, he said, you'd say, well, why aren't you the son of God? Aren't you the divine son of God? Aren't you anointed by the Holy Ghost? Wasn't it you that John baptized in Jordan's river and he came straightway up out of the water? The Holy Ghost descended upon him in a bodily form or shape as a dove and lit on him and a voice from heaven spoke and said, This is my beloved son whom I'm well pleased. Didn't you have the power to heal the sick? Yes. Why didn't you? Well, he said the sixth verse of Mark 6 said because of their unbelief. Why did they have unbelief? Because they wouldn't hear they wouldn't hear it. What am I going to do to help them? He said, it says I went about their cities and villages teaching. I've got to get them to hear me if I'm going to get healing to them. Can you see that? Can you see that? I've got to get them to hear me. Those that did not hear me did not receive my healing. See, they said, well, isn't this Joseph's son? From whence is this man these things? Well, you know that couldn't be real. Who does he think he is, anyhow? Why isn't he a carpenter? Another verse there said he's a carpenter. See, he brought up in his father's carpenter. So he's a carpenter. Well, you know, a carpenter, where did he get that anointed business? Who does he think he is? Nothing happened. They came to hear and to be healed. Hallelujah. Hear and be healed. Hear and be healed. Hear and be healed. So he said, you see, this is one way, just one way, not the only way, one way that I ministered. This will be the main way that you will minister, see. The primary way is the word you Primary way that you will minister. But it won't work unless you tell the people exactly what I told you. And if they'll believe it. See, hear it, in other words. You can't believe it without hearing it. How shall they believe 
without hearing, the scripture tells us. But they believe it. Oh, it's wonderful to see people believe. I laid hands on them, and like you laid your hands on a doorknob. Nothing happened. But the same people, you kept, you kept them coming. They, I knew they weren't hearing, but they kept coming, and finally they went to hearing. They began to hear. I've had the same people come. And when you laid hands on, brothers, like you got a hold of a live wire. I mean, it shook. The power went into them, was transferred to them, and they were healed. Now look here in, in, in just a moment before we close. See something about how this anointing works. See why you have to hear. See what makes it work. Let me repeat something else Jesus said to me, though, before I tell you this. And, and you can see it from that, you open your Bibles to that fifth chapter of Mark where we left off with, and we'll quit with that. Now listen, here's something else Jesus said to me. In connection with, with what we're talking about, you see. He said to me, you be as bold to tell this. That is about me seeing him. You be as bold to tell this as Ananias was. And then he went on. I, I, you refreshed my mind. I knew it, of course. In the ninth chapter of, of the Acts, I remember Saul of Tarsus breathing out threatenings against those that were in that way, had letters from the officials and so on, the put in jail and bond and chains them there in that way. And as he approached the city of Damascus, suddenly shined a light around about him, brighter than the noonday sun. They heard a voice from heaven speak, say, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? He said, Who art thy Lord? He said, I'm Jesus whom thou persecuted. Now, as we go down a little further in the chapter, it said, Now there was in the church at Antioch, a certain disciple. Now see, this man's not an apostle, he's not a prophet, he's not a man, he's not a pastor, a teacher, a disciple. The way we talk, we'd say there's a certain layman. There's a certain layman in the church in Antioch. See, a disciple is a student, a learner, a follower of the Lord. And to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias. And he said, I'm here, Lord. He said, arise. See, in a vision, that means Ananias saw Jesus and heard him speak to him. He said, arise and go into the street called Straight and inquire in the house, certain house, you know, for this man, you see. For behold, he prays. And he's seen in a vision. Now here Saul had another vision. He already had one out there. He's seen the Lord. Had to be a vision because his eyes were shut because he said when his eyes was open, he's blind, couldn't see and another, another portion of scripture, when Paul recites it in the 26th chapter of Acts, he said, we were all fallen to the earth. And after it's over, it said he couldn't see for the glory of that light. See, he wasn't struck blind with blindness, disease. Are you listening to me? It's the glory of God. Are you listening to me? That's what he said, for the glory of that light. And so... He said for, and so Ananias, the seventh theme verse said, and Ananias entering in and putting his hands, there's the hands again, upon him, said, Brother Saul, Brother Saul. Some folks said he wasn't saved till after this. 
Because after it's over, Saul said, you know, I mean, Ananias said to him something about being baptized in water. Brother, you don't call sinners brother. That'd be like saying, Brother Hitler? <laughs> no, he met Jesus. Now notice what he said. Notice the 17th verse of the ninth chapter of Acts. And Ananias entering in and putting his hands on him said, Brother Saul, the Lord even Jesus that appeared to thee in the way as thou camest. Now you could say that another. In other words, the same Jesus that you met out there, the same Jesus that you got acquainted with out there on the road to Damascus. That's when you're saved, friends, when you get acquainted with Jesus. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer. Backed by popular demand, it's Lynette's Bargain Bag, and it features resources all about healing. The Healers in Your House Slimline Book, Seven Hindrances to Healing Mini Book, The Executing the Basics of Healing Book, all three by Ken Hagen, plus Keys to Scriptural Healing Slimline Book and the book God's Word on Divine Healing and Healing Faith on CD by Kenneth E. Hagen, all for the incredible bargain price of $19.95. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. And ladies, kindle the flame. My women's conference is coming up September the 26th through the 28th. I'll tell you what, it's like no other women's conference you've ever been to. That's for sure. That's right, because I didn't even like women's conferences. So it's no. different than any other women's conference. Come out, you will have an awesome time. And you can register for the women's yeah. conference right now online. Make plans to join us next week at this same time and station for more of this series by Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week, right here on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.